Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. For the next hour, I'm going to give you the latest entertainment news on Jam Master Jay, Cuba Gooden Jr., Reese Witherspoon, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Lawrence Fishburne, and a whole lot more. Let's start it. Let's get started. Roll it. J.A.G. Up on the blog and I'm chilling up at NYC. Up on the train and the radio, what's all I need? In the fuse and celeb news, I let see. This entertainment, who became famous. Number one source of pop culture, radio or not, we gon' chase it. That's entertainment. Save adolescents from the ghetto time stage. Gotta make a change in. That's entertainment. Wednesdays afternoon at 1 p.m. So baby, don't forget to tune. The bins is nice, the jacks is the better cruise. There is no car, I win cause you plan to lose. Smooth, just like that. Tammy Jones do it best, come just know that. Been blessed by the Lord once, wait on that. Log radio, your speakers better be on max. Real facts, if it's whack, we'll speak on that. Just celebrity news, a new feed in my melody tune. So Tammy, you back up me, I back up you. It's entertainment for your day, baby. Just come through, she's on air now. If you are just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. And for the next hour, I'm going to give you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. Um, If you want to know more about the show and you like the show so far, please click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way it will give you a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, give me a call. The call-in number is 347-637-2656. Press the number 1. That's 347-637-2656. And press the number 1. Like us on Facebook. Just go to www.facebook.com slash That's Entertainment dot radio. Follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain 1. That's T-H-A-T-S, Entertain, E-N-T-E-R-T-A-I-N, and the number 1. You can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto14, Stiletto Like the Shoe, S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O, and the number 14. And you can also follow me on Instagram at T Jones Gibbs. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a cloudy 68 degrees. Before I get started with the first story of the day, I'd like to give a shout-out to all my listeners out there. Once again, thank you, as always, for hanging out with me on this Wednesday afternoon. Uh, also, I um, want to give a shout-out to all the people out here who um, have been watching the uh, Democratic National Convention this week, where this is day three, that's in. Everything is done virtually. So far we had former First Lady Michelle Obama. She spoke on Monday, and, you know, she always does a a superior uh, speech. Um, I can just listen to her all day. I really can. I could just listen to her talk all day. Um, last night we had all the uh, the the rollout of all the uh, the states and uh, U.S. territories, uh, uh, all mentioning that they nominate Joe Biden as the presidential nominee, and uh, we had a couple of Republicans speak on Joe Biden's behalf why we should vote for him. So very interesting. Tonight we're going to have former President Barack Obama speak, and we're going to have former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton speaking at the DMV uh, today. Um, Also, we're still in the middle of the pandemic. The coronavirus is still out here. The latest is that schools have opened up. Some have not opened up yet, colleges uh, unfortunately, there's some colleges across the country that have started school just to, and they just a lot of the students have just came, arrived there with their their clothing, their stuff that they're going to need for school, packing in the dormitories, just to turn right back around to pack the stuff back to head on home for two weeks of quarantine. Didn't Anthony Fau- Dr. Anthony Fauci said this was going to happen? People are not taking this seriously. And you knew this was going to happen. I, you know, I, I always say that 
2020, we're just going to have to write it off as a year that's lost. Everybody's so quick and so eager to jump back to normal when things are not back to normal. We still have a pandemic. People are still dying. And we got a president here that does not care. Um, Also, mentioning about voting, if you haven't registered to vote, please do. Uh, we in this country, we've been having some issue about because of the virus. A lot of people are have option, have chose the option to do mail-in ballots. The postal general wants to, um, at the time, wanted to stop the the mailboxes to put the ballots in. They were going to take those away. They were going to take away the the sorting machines from the post office. They were cutting hours for the postal work. It's just a big mess. Just a big mess. Now he's being under investigation. The post uh, the post general mass uh, the, yeah the post. Master General, he's going to be questioned by Congress this Friday, and all of that stuff that they were planning on doing, they postponed it till after the election. So let's see what happens on Friday. So how are you doing out there? It is Wednesday, uh, two more days before the weekend, and we got lots to talk about. Uh, finally, uh, this week we're going to be talking about Jam Master J. Finally, he will have justice come after 18 years after his fatal death in 2002. Apparently they found two men, they had arrested two men that was uh, that they officially indicted in the murder of Jan Master J. We're going to be talking about that. Cuba Gooding Jr. is back in the news, and this time he um, is facing some new rape charges. That's right, you heard me, new rape charges. Reese Witherspoon is getting ready to develop a competition series for Apple TV. You know, she already have teamed up with the bosses at, at Apple TV uh, for her the morning show, which uh, doesn't have a premiere date yet. But uh, she wants to do a, a country music competition series for the uh, for the for Apple TV. Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson has topped. Four magazine highest paid actors list for the second year in a row, and I tell you how much he will, he had made and estimated how much he made over the last year, along with others who are in the top ten. And actor Lawrence Fishburne claimed that he wasn't invited to reprise his role of Morpheus in the new upcoming Matrix Four. And uh, if for all you people who watch reality show uh, Welcome to Sweetie Pie, uh, star Miss Robbie, her grandson uh, apparently was murdered, and uh, that now they're finding out that they they they're saying that they have arrested somebody in in the death of her grandson and. You won't believe it's, it's it's someone a member of the family. Let's get started. Um, again, justice will finally come for Jam Master J. Eighteen years after his fatal shooting in 2002, two men had been arrested and officially indicted in the murder of the member of the influential hip hop group Run DMC, uh, Ronald Washington and Carl Jordan Jr who have been long suspects in the cold case, are alleged to conspire to kill the DJ, whose real name was Jason William Mazel. The U.S. Attorney for the Eastern District of New York believed the murder was in a retaliation for a drug dispute. Now, this is what they were saying. Uh, this was what was in the document. They said in July of 2002, Mazel acquired approximately 10 kilograms of cocaine on consignment from a supplier in the Midwest. The cocaine was intended to be distributed in Maryland by Washington, Jordan, and other co-conspirators. Part of, uh, and this is what's in the court documents. They said a dispute between Washington and one of the co-conspirators resulted in Mazel telling Washington that he would cut out of the Maryland transaction. After several months, the suspects finally found the right moment to kill Jay when he was in a recording studio on Merrick Boulevard in Jamaica, Queens on October 30, 2002. 
During a court appearance on Monday via teleconference, Carl pleaded not guilty to two counts involving the execution-style shooting of Jay. The 36-year-old was identified as the trigger man. Prosecutor claimed that Carl pumped a bullet into Jay-Z's head at close range and shot another man in the leg before threatening witnesses if they dared to expose him. He additionally faces eight drug charges, to which also cops a not guilty plea. He currently held without a bail. Now, his uh, his cohort, cohort uh, Ronald, was charged with two counts related to Jay's slaying amid drug trafficking. He is expected to be arranged later in the week. Both men face his minimum sentence of 20 years in prison if convicted. And speaking of the arrest of the two suspects, uh, Seth D. DeCharm, the acting uh, U.S. attorney for the Eastern District of New York, said that law enforcement never gave up on solving the cold case. And this is what he said. He said, quote, it was important to us then and remains extremely important to us now to bring justice for the victim, his family, friends, and the community that cares so much about those events, unquote. You know, it's been a long time, and uh, there was a lot of uh, speculation on how Jam Master Jay was killed, and now we finally, uh, they finally have found the two men that was um, was uh, suspected of his murder. Cuba Gooding Jr.'s reputation has taken another big hit after the embattled actor was accused of twice raping a woman in a 2013 hotel encounter. The alleged victim, only identified as Jane Doe, has filed suit against the Jerry Maguire star, who she claimed to have met in the VIP section of a New York lounge. Now, according to the court papers obtained by the New York Post, Gooding Jr. invited the female to join him for drinks at the Mercer Hotel, and they shared a cab to the hotspot where he suggested they make a stop in his suite so he could change his clothes. While there, he stripped off and then reportedly began groping his companion, allegedly ignoring her plea to stop. Her lawyer goes on to state that Gooden Jr. then proceeds to force himself on the woman, penetrating her vaginally and annually. She hurriedly left the hotel room after the alleged assault and rushed to the bar downstairs to meet a friend. The Jane Doe is now requesting a jury trial as she seeks unspecified damages, but Gooding Jr. attorney Mark Heller has slammed the latest misconduct claim against his client. It's unclear if the alleged victim has since reported the incident to the police, but Big Apple prosecutors are already gunning for Gooding Jr. as the 52-year-old prepares to stand trial for six criminal misdemeanors of sexual abuse and forcible touching relating to allegations from three different women at separate Manhattan venues in 2018 and 2019. And during his pretrial hearing last week, Authorities reveal eight more females have come forward with experiences of inappropriate conduct by Gooden Jr., taking the total tally at the time to 30 women, although he isn't currently facing charges regarding the other encounters. Oh, boy, I don't even know what to say about this. This is some serious, serious, serious accusations, and... I just, it's not looking good for him. This is not looking good for him at all. Uh, Reese Witherspoon is developing a country music competition series for Apple TV+. Bosses at the streaming service are set to unveil My Kind of Country from the star Hello Sunshine production company and producers Jason Owen and the mass singer showrunner Izzy Pick Albrera uh, launching the project on Monday, August 17th, this is what uh, Reese Witherspoon wrote. She said, quote, well, it's not looking like I'll ever fulfill my childhood dream of becoming Dolly Parton, but this might just be the next best thing. I am beyond excited to share that Hello Sunshine will be partnering with Apple to bring y'all its very first competition series called My Kind of Country, the search for extraordinary country music talent, unquote. Witherspoon previous team with bosses at Apple TV for the morning show. No premiere date for My Kind of Country has been set. 
And Dwayne The Rock Johnson has topped Forbes magazine highest paid actors list for the second year in a row. The action man ranked in an estimated $87.5 million over the last year, $16 million more than second place Ryan Reynolds. Mark Wahlberg comes in third with $58 million, just ahead of Ben Affleck and Vin Diesel. Bollywood star uh, Akshay Kumar, Lin-Manuel Miranda, Will Smith, Adam Sandler, and Jackie Chan also make the top ten. In total, the top ten stars made over $545 million for the year, with a quarter of that amount coming from Netflix projects, shares between six of the actors. Right now we have 15 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, where every week between 1 to 2 p.m. Eastern Time, I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show, you want to know what's going on, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page, and it will send you a reminder when I broadcast live. If you can't hear the show in this one hour entirely, you can always uh, go to the archives, and the show is uh, posted here on the network as well on our Facebook page and on Twitter. So you can always, uh, if you can't listen to the show, even if it's just 15, 20 minutes and you you know, have to go, you can always go back and listen to the show uh, in the archives. Um, also, uh, and we're also on Stitcher.com too, S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R.com. We're also available there if you want to check us out. And, uh, again, the, sh- if the show is always posted on our Twitter page and our Facebook page if you don't want to go in through Blog Talk Radio, you can always listen to on the social media accounts. Lawrence Fishburne has claimed he wasn't invited to reprise his role of Morpheus in The Matrix 4. The 59-year-old actor star is Morpheus in The Matrix in 1999, The Matrix Reloaded in 2003, and The Matrix Revolution later that year. However, while Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss, who play Neo and Trinity in the films, have been seen hard at work on the latest movie installment in Berlin, Germany, Lawrence told New York Magazine that he hasn't been asked to return to the franchise. Uh, he said, quote, uh, maybe that will make me write another play. I wish them well. I hope it's great. And uh, this is what he said after they had asked if he was going to be back for The Matrix 4. And he just said that he has not been invited. And since Lawrence's comments, fans have been speculating about why he wasn't involved in the new film, with some wondering if he could be down to the fact that Morpheus was killed in The Matrix online video game. Also, it has been rumored that Aquaman actor Yahya Yaya Abdul-Mateen II would be taking on the role of a younger Morpheus in the film, leading to speculation that maybe the character would solely appear in flashbacks or potentially resurrect in a younger form. The Matrix 4 is due for release in April of 2022 after the coronavirus pandemic pushed back the release date. An investigation into the death of Welcome to Sweetie Pie star Miss Robbie's grandson had led to a shocking turn of event. Her own son, James Timothy Norman, a.k.a. Tim Norman, who was also a star on the reality series, has been arrested on federal charges stemming from the 2016 killing of the 18-year-old nephew, Andre Montgomery. Norman, who also produced the own docuseries, has been charged with a uh, with, with with murder for hire in exchange for money that resulted in the death of his nephew. And according to documents, prosecutors believe that the 41-year-old conspired with an exotic dancer named Tarika Ellis, as well as others, to set Montgomery up to be murdered. In March of 2016, Norman allegedly communicated with Ellis on burner phones in the days leading up to Montgomery's murder, Ellis, residing in Memphis, Tennessee, told Montgomery that she planned to meet him in St. Louis. And on March 13, 2016, one day before Montgomery's death, Norman also flew from his home in Los Angeles to St. Louis. Prosecutors claim on the day of the murder, Ellis got Montgomery's location and placed a call to Norman. And shortly after that, at 8 p.m., Montgomery, who was featured on Welcome to Sweetie Pie, was shot and killed in the 3900 block of Natural Bridge Road in St. Louis. The feds claim they 
ping Ella's phone near the scene of the crime. And immediately after Montgomery's murder, Ellis allegedly called Norman and left the town. She also deposited over $9,000 in cash into various banks' accounts in the days following the murder. One week later, Norman is said to have contacted a life insurance company to collect 450000 life insurance policy he had on his nephew with him as the sole beneficiary. Ellis has also been charged in the murder for his plot. Both are being held in federal custody. And an internal investigation by Warner Media on the Ellen DeGeneres show following toxic work environment allegations results in the firing of three of the show's top producers. It has been reported by Variety that L. Galvin, Kevin Lehman, and Jonathan Norman had parted ways with the daytime talk show. The news was delivered to Stafford in an emotional video conference on Monday, August 17th, and during the call, Ellen DeGeneres allegedly issued another apology amid the damning, damning accusation leveled at the show and herself. Admitting that she wasn't perfect, Ellen said, quote, I'm a multi-layered person, and I try to be the best person I can be, and I try to learn from my mistakes. She also went on to saying, quote, I'm hearing that some people felt that I wasn't kind or too short with them or too impatient. I apologize to anybody if I hurt your feelings in any way, unquote. Now, a source also told people that the 62-year-old TV personality was emotional. She was empathetic about making it better and making herself more available. She acknowledged she can be introverted at times, and she apologized if that was ever that she ever seemed hurtful, seemed or come across as hurtful. Uh, the the uh, the source also continued to say that. Um, that they're putting in real structures and resources for people so that this never happens again and that it's extremely important to Ellen. Uh, she was emotional seeing everybody because, to her, their family. Another source, meanwhile, claimed that Ellen told the staff that she's been dying to see them, that she couldn't because of the investigation, and she really wanted them to hear from her that this is a reset. Things are changing and things are going to be better moving forward, and she, and she says she's committed to that. While Lehman, Galvin, and Norman were out from the show, DJ Steven Twitch Boss is promoted to be co-executive producer. Variety also reported that executive producer Andy Lastner, Mary Connolly, and Derek Westervelt still remains on the show. Mariah Carey has joined forces with Lauren Hill on a new track, the first single from her upcoming uh, compilation album, The Rarities. The tune titled Save the Day, according to Entertainment Weekly, will drop on Friday, August 21st, ahead of the October 2nd release of the accompanying record, which include outtakes, demos, and B-sides along alongside Mariah's performance from uh, Japan's Tokyo Dome in 1996. And announcing the new album alongside a picture of the cover art, Mariah tweeted, quote, This one is for you, my fans. It's to celebrate us and to thank you for years of pure love and support. I'm so grateful to you. The Rarities album is out October 2nd, unquote. The album comes amid the star's MC30 celebration, marking 30 years since the release of her self-titled debut album. Since July, Mariah has been releasing weekly digital EPs featuring remixes and live performances of some of her biggest hits as well as remastered videos. Ahead of the rarities dropping, Mariah will release her memoir, The Meaning of Mariah Carey, on September 29th. And Mission Impossible 8 filming is hit with yet another delay. Just a month, the crew was given permission to resume filming in England, but this time the production came to a halt after a motorbike stunt gone wrong. On Tuesday, August 11, a stuntman shot one of the most expensive action sequences film in the U.K. that took six weeks to prepare, and according to The Sun, uh, despite the long and intensive preparation on the day of the filming, things didn't go as planned as the bike exploded after a leap from a ramp. It's reported that nobody was hurt, but it's a total catastrophe, not to mention extremely expensive for all concerns. Nevertheless, Oxfordshire Fire Service dispatched five engines and crews to control the fire, while ambulance also raced to the quarry in case of any injury. 
Tom Cruise, who checked out the stunt set up the day before the accident, is believed to have been working with a parachute for a quarry uh, snow scene at the time of the blaze. The actor who also produced the upcoming movie is said to be very frustrated at the and and he said that according to the source he. They said that Tom Cruise has been very frustrated, and he says he doesn't want no more delays. Following the incident, the set has been temporarily closed as an investigation is ongoing on what went wrong. Mission Impossible 7 has been filming in Italy. When COVID-19 pandemic hit the country in February, three weeks later, filming resumed in Surrey, England. Production took another hiatus in July before the crew were given a permission to resume filming in England without going through the mandatory 14-day quarantine. Christopher McQuarrie service served as uh, director for the seventh installment of the MI film series, which is set to arrive on November 19, 2021. Simon Pegg, Rebecca Ferguson II, and Vanessa Kirby also stars in the movie. Wow, I can't wait. I'm a big fan of uh, Tom Cruise Mission Impossible uh, franchise. Big fan. Right now we have uh, 25 minutes after the hour. Coming up, we're going to be talking about uh, Kevin Hart and Will Smith. He, they both are getting ready to team up for a remake of the classic 1987 holiday movie, Plane, Trains, and Automobiles. And it should be interesting because it's a remake, and they, they're they planning on doing some changes, but they're, all, they're booked to do this film. That's going to be interesting. Uh, Idris Elba is set to star in a forthcoming spy romance movie, and uh, it's supposed to be like the African version of Mr. and Mrs. Smith, you know that film that starred Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. And Jennifer Anderson, Julia Roberts, Matthew McConaughey, and Morgan Freeman are getting ready to headline a reading of Fast Time at Ridgemont High. And actor Dax Shepard is nursing um, some multiple broken bones after crashing his motorcycle. And Carol Baskin is allegedly demanding a 1.2 million fee to take part in the second season of the hit Netflix show, Tiger King. All those stories are more coming up after the break, so don't go anywhere. Now we on your block and it's like a ghost town 
Entertainment news and pop culture every Wednesday afternoon with the host Tammy Jones Gibbs right here on Block Talk Radio. Right now we got 27 minutes left remaining in the show. That was new music from Drake featuring Little Dirk and Laugh Now, Cry Later. Before we went to the music break, I was telling you about Kevin Hart and Will Smith. They are booked for a road trip together. The two actors are set to team up for a remake of the classic John Hughes 1987 holiday movie, Plane, Trains, and Automobile, which is billed as a starring vehicle for both of them. The ride-along star and the Bad Boys for Life actor will also co-produce the movie through their banners, Heartbeat Production, and Westbrook Studios, respectively. Westbrook John, uh, John Money and uh, Heartbeat Brian Smiley will serve as producers along with them. The original movie star Steve Martin as Neil Page, a high-strung marketing executive, and John Candy as Del Griffith, a good-hearted but annoying shower curtain ring salesman. They share like a three-day odyssey of misadventures trying to get Neil home to Chicago in time for Thanksgiving with his family. Ayesha Carr has been tapped to write the remake, which is dubbed a modern update of the original with Smith and Hart as the Mitchmack duo. Uh, spreading news about the project, Hart took to Instagram to share a screenshot of Deadline's article. He suggested that he has been waiting for a long time to work with Smith and finally found the right project with the plane, trains, and automobile remake, writing, quote, I've been patiently waiting for the pro- right project to team up with my brother. We found it and are developing it together with our team, unquote. 
He's already teased a bromance with his co-star and hinted that the movie will be set in Philadelphia, as he added, this will be huge for us and the city of brotherly love, a.k.a. Philadelphia. Let's go, Will. In the original film, Martin's Neil and Candy's Dell board a flight from New York City to Chicago, but they get stuck in Wichita as their plane is diverted to Wichita due to a blizzard in Chicago. It's unclear if Philadelphia will replace Wichita or will it, will it be their final destination in the remake. Other details of the new Plane, Trains, and Automobile movie include director, director and a release date are yet to be announced. Ooh, that's going to be good. Uh, Idris Elba is set to star in a forthcoming spy romance movie from Simon Kinberg. According to The Hollywood Reporter, the movie will be set in Africa and have a Mr. and Mrs. Smith feel to it. Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie 2005 movie, which sees a bored, upper-middle-class married couple surprised to learn that they are assassins belonging to competing agencies and that they have been assigned to kill each other. Further details of the flicks remain under wraps. Idris is on board to produce the movie with Trayvon Free writing the screenplay. The actor is booked and busy starring in the Western Concrete Cowboy, which is set to premiere at the Toronto Film Festival. He will also star in the Suicide Squad sequel coming out in 2021. Jennifer Aniston and Julia Roberts, Matthew McConaughey, and Morgan Freeman are set to headline a reading of Fast Time at Ridgemont High. The all-star cast will revisit the 1982 classic for a one-night-only event on August 20th, while Henry Golden, Shia LaBeouf, and Sean Penn, who appeared in the film, will also take on roles for the event, which will include an unrehearsed table read. Presented by comedian Dane Cook, the virtual gathering will also feature introductions from the film's screenwriter Cameron Crowe and director Amy Heckerlin. The event will raise funds for both the Penn co-founded Emergency Relief Nonprofits Corps and the Reform Alliance. The Fast Time at Richmond High table read will be live-streamed on August 20th at 9 p.m. Eastern on the Core Response Facebook account. An actor. Dax Shepard is nursing multiple broken bones after crashing his motorcycle on California's Sonoma Raceway. The Motor Mad Star and Top Gear co-host was getting his adrenaline fix in during a uh, recent day at the racetrack, but he was left with more than a bruised ego after mistiming a maneuver which resulted in a collision with a car. Now, Shepard iced his shoulders and hand immediately after the incident, but he put off speaking medical attention uh, put off seeking medical attention until he could no longer stand the pain and ended up spending seven hours in a hospital emergency room. Shepard, who is now 45, had previously crushed his left hand in an off-roading adventure in the spring early on in the coronavirus lockdown. And despite his latest injuries, the Without a Paddle star who is married to Frozen actress Kristen Bell has no plans to completely give up his pastime. And this is what he said. He said, quote, I don't think I'm going to quit, but I think I might be willing to quit for the remainder of 2020, unquote. See, this is what I don't understand. I don't know what is it about motorcycles and middle-aged men. For some reason, they just, some men just, it, I, always, I always know somebody who, uh, a middle-aged man who's always getting hurt or falling off these things. Um, I have a, uh, matter of fact, my husband was talking about he wanted to get a motorcycle. And I said, no can do because they're too dangerous. A friend of my mother's who uh, used to um, cut her grass got killed. He was riding a motorcycle. He went, uh, he was at a, uh, getting ready to turn into a intersection and the car, it was one of those uh, steep hill intersections, and he turned, car didn't see him, he got hit, he died. It's just so dangerous. I, I just don't like them. I just, it, you know, uh, they, I always hear stories about friends and family members of mine who are always falling down, they're getting hurt, they slid. I had a coworker, and he, he, he was in his 60s, 
mid to late 60s, he's riding a motorcycle. And guess what? He fell off the thing about five times. Fell, got back up, fell, got back up. I guess after the fifth time he said, oh, okay, you know what, I can't do this anymore. But uh, thankful that Dax Shepard is all right. It's just broken bones. It could have been a lot worse. Uh, Carol Baskin is allegedly demanding a $1.2 million fee to take part in a second season of the hit Netflix show Tiger King. Baskin was one of the subjects of the docuseries Tiger King Murder, Mayhem, and Madness, which follows zoo owner Joe Exotic as he was convicted of plotting to kill the animal rights activist and also explore rumors that she was involved with the disappearance of her wealthy ex-husband, who was illegally declared dead in 2002. While Exotic is said to have jumped on board after Netflix reportedly secured the rights to a second series of the show, Baskin has yet to sign on the dotted line, and according to the Britain's The Sun newspaper, and is reportedly negotiating a hefty fee. Now, a source told the publication that Carol is asking for a seven-figure sum, about around in the $1.2 million mark, and she wants to plow, plow it into her uh, plow it into her Florida sanctuary, Big Cat's Rescue. Um, she also wants to take part in, part in Tiger King's open up. Uh, according to this, it says she taking part in Tiger King opening up her private life, and she wants to make sure it's worth her while. The first season of Tiger King clawed its way to the top of Netflix viewing chart with an impressive combined audience of 64 million worldwide in its first month of the streaming platform. Several spinoffs, including a reported movie, a TV series starring Saturday Night Live star Kate McKinnon, and an investigation Discovery Channel sequel are all said to be in the works following the success of the show. Miley Cyrus is keen to reprise her career-making role of Hannah Montana for a new series of the Disney Channel TV show. The 27-year-old singer-actress who released her latest single, Midnight Sky, on Friday, August 14, told radio show Carolina with Greg T. in the morning, she still has the wig and is raring to go on a new season. Miley joked that Hannah, the teenage pop star who keeps her identity secret from even her closest friends by using a disguise on stage, was stuck in 2008 and would need a makeover before she's ready to make her comeback almost 10 years after the show ended. And she also said on the show that the wig is in a room somewhere, a closet somewhere, collecting dust, and she's ready to whip it out. But I have to agree, you know, you have to make sure it's current and, you know, style in a a current way to make it more, you know, believable. Uh, Simon Cowell is reportedly planning to return to TV after breaking his back with a British Got Talent special this fall. The entertainment mogul injured himself by falling off an electric bike. See what I'm saying? At his home in Malibu, California, with initial reports indicating he faced grueling weeks of recovery until he can walk again, meaning he is missing the U.S. show, America Got Talent. However, fellow AGT judge Heidi Klum has said he's already up and about, and the star is already apparently plotting his TV return by filming a 60-minute BGT special being filmed in London. A source tells British newspaper The Sun, Simon is a total workaholic, and even an accident as nasty as his won't keep him off for long. He's been working from his home in Los Angeles since the accident happened and is in contact with his team. The new special will reportedly be filmed in October and will air as part of the U.K.'s network ITV festive schedule. See what I'm saying? He was on one of those electric bikes, and he fell and broke his back. And you know what? To be honest, you when you first of all, the electric bikes are very expensive. Second of all, you got to know what you're doing because you can turn. I, I was when I was in Australia last December. I toured. I toured Melbourne. We went around the beach area. We could see downtown Melbourne from the highest point of the park where we toured. And uh, the, I was touring, I was on this bike, and it can go really fast. And you got to know what you're doing. You can ride it like a normal bike, but if you get tired of pedaling, you can just twist the handle and it can go up to speeds to about, I think the guy said about 
15 miles per hour. It might be a little more, maybe, but it can go fast. And I went along the beach. I got into some sand, and it threw me. It I fell right off that bike. <laughs> Luckily, I wasn't hurt. I had just a little bruise and scrape. But the people that I was with, uh, other tourists that were with me, they were so nice and friendly. They made sure I was okay. They kept asking if I was okay during the remaining of the tour. And uh, and don't get me wrong, it's fun. I see a lot of people purchasing these electric bikes. They're very expensive, but they can go fast. And you gotta know what you're doing, and you gotta be careful where you're taking those bikes. I just happened to not be paying attention, got into some sand, and I fell off the bike. <laughs> right now we have uh, 14 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to go ahead and take another music break, and we'll be back with the last remaining stories of the day, so don't go anywhere. That was uh, Doja Cat featuring Gucci Aman and uh, Like That. Right now we have here 11 minutes left remaining in the show. And for the last remaining stories of the day, Disney has confirmed that the Owl House lead character, Luce Nascenda, is bisexual. The Dominican-American girl marked the first bisexual character to be featured on a Disney TV series. The Owl House follows 14-year-old Luce, who goes on a journey to another world to become a witch. While Luce has uh, shown she's attracted to male characters in the show, the two most recent episodes, Enchanting Grown Fright and Winged Like Witches, saw her exploring a romantic relationship with recurring female character Amity. Produced by Disney Television Ammunition, Ammunition, uh, The Owl House also featured voice actors uh, Sarah Nicole Robles, Alex Hirsch, and Tati Gabrielle. Rounding out the cast are Isaac Ryan Brown and Mae Whitman. Ari, 
Ariana Grande has pleaded with Rihanna to release her new album after the Seven Rings hitmaker broke her Spotify record to become the top streaming female artist of all time. The news was announced on Monday, August 17, with Ariana reacting by sharing the announcement on her Instagram page. But while the 26-year-old was thrilled about the accolade, she was also quick to acknowledge Rihanna, the former holder of the title, as she urged her to drop her long-awaited new record. And this is what she said on her uh, social media. She said, quote, now can Rihanna please drop her album so she can rightfully snatch this back and fill my ears again, please. Rihanna, who hasn't released an album since 2016, Anti, told Entertainment Tonight in a recent video chat that she's determined to make sure she puts out something she's proud of. She also said, uh, quote, I'm always working on music, and when I'm ready to put it out in the way that I feel fit, it's going to come out. And you're not going to be disappointed when it happens. It's going to be worth it. I'm not just going to put out just because people are waiting. It's, it takes this, uh, it's taken this long. I'm going to make it worth it, unquote. Speaking of Ariana Grande, she and Lady Gaga will perform their Rain On Me hit live for the first time at the 2020 MTV Video Music Awards. The pop stars, who also lead all nominees, will unite for the first time on stage to belt out the tune on August 28th. It's not yet clear if Ariana and Grande will put... uh, I'm sorry, it's not clear yet if Ariana and Lady Gaga will perform at one of the outdoor venues in New York City or if their performance will be beamed in live from a venue in Los Angeles where both singers lives. The prize-giving host by uh, Kiki Palmer will also feature live sets from J Balvin, BTS, Doja Cat, The Weeknd, Roddy Rich, and Maluma. Former President Barack Obama has revealed his 2020 summer music playlist that includes songs from various genres. Taken to his social media account, the former president made public the 53 tracks ranging from modern hits and all-time classics on Monday, August 17. Uh, among, those so- whole, among those songs were included in a coveted list was Megan Thee Stallion. She felt honored as the former president picked her and Beyonce Knows collaborative track Savage as one of the songs he's bopping to this summer. The Hot Girl Summer appeared to be speechless for being included in the list. She's, uh, she retweeted President Obama's post. The 25-year-old Houston rapper simply wrote OMG and added three fire emojis. Fans were also happy for Megan inclusion as one com- commented that Obama has taste and select about selecting Savage. Also reacting to the list was John Legend, whose song Don't Walk Away featured coffee was in the playlist. John wrote to the president, thank you, Mr. President, the husband of Christy Teigen, tweeted. President Obama also included Billie Eilish, new single, My Future, which she will perform at the DNC tonight. At the event, she will also join other performers like Common, Leon Bridges, Jennifer Hudson, Hudson, uh, Maggie Rogers, and Billy Porter. And back to the former president's summer playlist, it also features Rihanna and Drake's 2016 smash work, Mac Miller's Blue World, Frank Ocean, Kaido, and Sheryl Crow 1993 Good Time Anthem, All I Want to Do. Additionally, he named the Chicks. Dixie Chicks' new single, Gaslighter, and Lockdown by Anderson Pack. The stars of the Pitch Perfect movie had reunited to perform an a, 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 a cappella version of Beyonce Knows Love on Top for charity. Castmates Anna Kendrick, Brittany Snow, Haley Steinfeld, and Anna Camp, among others, gathered, gathered virtually to sing the hit and raised funds for U- UNICEF. The track debuted on Monday, August 17, and was introduced by Elizabeth Banks and John Michael Higgins, who portray a a cappella competition host in the film. Banks also directed the 2015 Pitch Perfect 2. Proceeds for the song will be uh, will in part benefit the children of Beirut, Lebanon, rocked by a warehouse blast that leveled a huge part of the city earlier this month. And speaking of Drake, Drake has failed uh, in his bid to copyright the phrase certified lover boy ahead of the release of his new album. The rapper's lawyer attempted to secure the copyright for the title back in February to cover merchandising, but officials at the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office had denied the application for likelihood of confusion. 
The copyright czar has ruled certified Loverboy is too similar to Michigan-based clothing brand Lover's Lane Loverboy trademark, as well as that of Canadian rock band Loverboy. Both parties provide various clothing identicals in part and otherwise closely related USPTO trademark attorney Tamara Fraser explained. But uh, Drake is still permitted to release the album under the title and release merchandise bearing its title. Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion controversial news uh, single WAP a WAP uh, collaboration has shot to the top of the U.S. single chart with the biggest digital opening week ever. The track debuted with 93 million U.S. streams to give Cardi her fourth number one and Megan her second on the Billboard Hot 100. WAP also picked up 125,000 downloads in the week ending August 13, and according to Nielsen Music MRC data, was played 11.6 million times on the radio. With 93 million, the track passes Ariana Grande's Seven Rings, which picked up 85.3 million streams in its opening week back in February of 2019. And singer John Legend is helping to deliver mindful content to fans by joining Meditation Platform's Headspace as its first ever chief music officer. The All-Ami Hitmaker new role comes as a Headspace official, launched their new focus mode to aid users in prioritizing their thoughts in the midst of the coronavirus crisis. Legend will curate a special focus playlist composed by a different artist each month to enhance members' mindfulness journey via the app. The track list will be addition to the 12 different stations offered to users, each featuring focus-inspired tunes for a variety of genres. And Snoop Dogg has saluted the memory of Nipsey Hussle on a new song released on the eve of what would have been the tragic rapper's 35th birthday. Nipsey Blue dropped on Friday, August 14, and features the hip-hop veteran singing along to Dorothy's Moore, 1970s hit Misty Blue, making only slight changes to the lyric to remember his frequent collaborator. T- taking to uh, Twitter to announce the new tribute track, Snoop wrote, quote, Miss You Nip, unquote. The accompanying music video includes old footage of the pair hanging out, with Snoop heaping praise on Nipsey for his talent and drive. Nipsey was fatally shot outside his Los Angeles clothing store in March of 2019. He was just 33 years old. And for those who logged into Twitter on uh, Tuesday, August 18, you might have seen Eminem name trended trended on the microblogging site. However, it wasn't because the rapper is releasing a new album or something. Rather, it was because the hashtag R.I.P. Eminem, rest in peace Eminem, became a hot topic on the site and sent many into panic. Now, Eminem didn't actually die, of course, as the hashtag merely stemmed from a single tweet that read, quote, I have killed Eminem. Even though the tweet has since been deleted, it spread around like wildfire as some people began jokingly using the uh, rest, uh, rest in peace Eminem hashtag. There was also people who initially didn't know it was just a joke and thought that the Detroit rapper passed away for real, but once they knew the cause of it, they shared a sign of relief. Some other people in the meantime decided to turn it into a joke and posted their tribute online. However, rather than using photos of the Love, you way, Love the Way You Lie rapper, they attached pictures of other celebrities rocking similar hairstyle as M. And among the celebrities was Ellen DeGeneres, as one wrote, uh, one of, quote, one of the biggest artists of all time. Someone else said, rest in peace to one of the greatest rappers of all time. Rest easy, Eminem. And haters and trolls will always be there to attack celebrities, even when they do not do anything wrong. Zayn Malik is currently experiencing this after fans discovered an old offensive song that attacked the British singer. It led them to urge streaming platforms such as Spotify and Apple Music to remove the songs from the site. The song itself is titled Zayn Did 9-11 and is performed by Uma Compton an infamous troll who made a lot of offensive remarks in the past. In the song itself, which was released back in 2017, Uma can be heard singing, Zane did 9-11, Zane did 9-11. Don't bomb these buildings, bomb this, and she said the P word. 
even though Zane has yet to comment on the song, many people had already come to his defense to the point that the hashtag remove it from Zane started trending on Twitter. One of them said on the microblogging site, quote, that the amount of racism and hate people show to Zane is unbelievably disrespecting. No one really cares, huh? Zane is the most kind and good person in the world. He's gone through uh, Islamic phobic races. It's awful and disgusting. Don't just tweet, report, unquote. For now, Uma Compton's name is still accessible on Spotify. However, users can no longer listen to the offensive song. Well, that's going to do it for me for this week. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs. Have a great week. Stay safe. Wear those masks. Please don't congregate in large groups. And uh, I'll talk to you next time. Take care.